This is the Sticks and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Jen Piacenti. Welcome to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name is Sean Drotar, your host. You can follow me on Twitter if you like it, S-D-R-O-T-A-R. Of course, we are in the midst of baseball's postseason. The Final Four, the Championship Series are here. And joining me, as always, when baseball is in action, is our baseball expert, Jennifer Piacenti. You can follow her on Twitter at Jen Piacenti. That's P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I. Jen, this is uh, this is fun. I mean, this is now we're getting really right down to it. And, and we're going to jump into a, a series, of course, that maybe isn't going the way everyone expects. But what are your opinions thus far, now that we're a couple into these uh, these series, have they panned out to be as exciting and as interesting as you'd hoped? Uh, well, they're definitely panning out uh, as exciting. I don't know if they're the way I, I thought they would go or how I hoped they would go. Uh, certainly a little surprising that the Braves have jumped out to a 2 nothing lead over the Dodgers, who were almost 20 wins better during the regular season. So that's pretty surprising. However, we've seen this happen before, and the Dodgers have been able to come roaring back. We'll talk more about that. And then I did predict that there would be a whole lot of offense. I think we talked about that in the Boston-Houston series, but I certainly did not predict how hard Houston's pitching staff would be hit. And now it looks like they are certainly at a disadvantage for this series. Yeah, well, this, that is interesting, too, after those, uh, well, it's just been grand slams galore for the Sox. We'll get into that in a, in a little bit. But you're right. Let's start with that Braves-Dodgers series. The uh, Game 3 is happening uh, this afternoon as we record this on Tuesday. The Dodgers down 2-0, to zero, but it's not a night and day situation. The Braves win their first two games. They win them at home because even though they were roughly 20 games, uh, fewer wins, they did win their division. So they win them both, but they win them both on walk-offs. They're one mm-hmm. run games. That's obviously something that uh, you don't expect to continue. And now all of a sudden as good as, as the Braves have looked in containing the Dodgers offense, which to me has been the story, the, Landscape switches to L.A., where we know how well that is as a pitcher's park. It is statistically the best pitcher's park in the history of baseball. Charlie Morton is going to take the hill against Walker Buehler, one of the very best pitchers in all of baseball. And it would not shock me if the Dodgers won the next two games starting today. Yeah, I actually think that that is exactly what's going to happen. Uh, listen, it, you can't underestimate that home field advantage like that the Braves had. And like you said, they were able to walk it off in spectacular fashion. Uh, so good for them. Uh, but this is not going to be a slam dunk for the Braves. These teams are both very, very good. But I think ultimately the Dodgers are the better team. Doesn't mean the Braves can't pull this off. They absolutely can. But I think they're going to have trouble winning this game. Dodgers are heavily favored. Minus 188 over on SI Sportsbook. Atlanta Braves plus 155 if you believe in Charlie Morton. And certainly Charlie Morton has been excellent in the postseason. And to be honest, last time he put, pitched in postseason 2017 for the Astros in Dodger Stadium, he was dominant and he was able to silence that lineup. But I just don't think we can keep the Dodgers down this long. The problem is, as you mentioned, they're two for 18 with runners in scoring position for the series. So I think that has to change tonight. I don't think it's going to be a high game total again. The over-under is seven and a half. I'm leaning towards the under here, minus 118. But more importantly, I think that I do believe the Dodgers will win this game behind Walker Buehler, a, you know, NL Cy Young candidate. I'm, I think that's uh, that's what I'm looking at, too. I've been impressed with what Atlanta has done, and I'm with you. Look, I, 
if you can keep the Dodgers offense down, uh, you can win any game against them. It's just very hard to do. And it's funny because we're talking about this this sort of pitching centric Dodgers. But in many ways, uh, that's sort of the given. The X factor is how their offense performs on any given day. And Morton has been terrific. That said, I am not betting against Walker Bueller in, in Dodger Stadium. Exactly. I'm not going to do it. And, and the over under hovering at that seven and a half, depending on where where you're at. That makes sense to me because, of course, game one had five games or five runs scored. Game two had nine runs scored. Uh, take that to Dodger Stadium, a park where it's much easier to pitch in than out in Atlanta. And, yeah, I, I think that under is a piece of cake. You have two good pitchers in a great pitchers park. The under is, is easy. And I just can't believe the Dodgers are going to lose three games in a row in this series uh, to a Braves team that is, uh, quite frankly, very well managed and uh, uh, obviously tough. This is a team that I thought, uh, in all honesty, was dead in the water when they lost Ronald Acuna Jr. for the year. And here they are just scraping and fighting and having a 2-0 lead. But I'm with you. I don't think it continues into tonight. I think after today, it's going to be 2-1 to one Braves. And then things will get really interesting. Then you have a series. As they always joke, right, in sports, Jen, uh, it's never a series until the road team wins a game. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> otherwise, you know, everyone's just doing what they're supposed to do, right? Yep, so that's right. Uh, that, that may happen in this case. Now, it did not happen when we move over to the ALCS. Game four is tonight. The Red Sox now uh, at home for the second of three games in Boston with a surprising two-to-one lead over the Houston Astros. The Astros won game one, and they won it Coming back against uh, the the Red Sox bullpen, the Red Sox had a lead. Their bullpen ended up blowing that. The Astros win by one, and the Astros have scored runs. They've scored five, five, and three, with a little disappointing in game three, but it's not as if they've been getting blanked. That said, the Red Sox bats have gone bonkers. Yeah, you know, this is really interesting. We were just talking about how we were still pretty confident in the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are down 2 nothing. And even if they win tonight, it's 2-1. to one. And at that point, I think we still feel pretty confident about the Dodgers. Well, we don't feel the same way about the Astros, even though they're in the same situation, down only 2-1. to one. Um, The Astros pitching staff has just been decimated. You cannot underestimate losing Lance McCullers. Of course, you know, going into the season, they thought they'd have Zach Greinke and Zach Greinke will be going tonight. But truth be told, he's only been stretched out to about 40 pitches. So we're looking at probably another bullpen game. But what bullpen is left? Right. He had used all the pitchers every single game. So it's going to be a really tough one for Astros to win. Astros have not done a good job of getting to their pitchers early, getting into their bullpen, so they are more rested. That being said, Red Sox not a perfect team. I mean, their their pitching isn't so dominant. Uh, there should be a way that the Astros can win these games. Now, all they need to do is win at least one at Fenway in order to bring this back to Houston because they do have the home field advantage, and, and that's what we're looking for. Uh, but that game may be tomorrow night behind, you know, Framber Valdez on better rest. That would be my guess. It probably won't be tonight. However, I do hope it is because I want to see this game go as this series go as many games as possible. Now, the key here, of course, is that Boston has been hitting like crazy and Houston can hit, but they haven't been hitting at the right time and in the right situations. They've had bases loaded situations. They haven't been coming through. They haven't been hitting early. Uh, so that's what needs to change tonight. And, and that's what we'll hope for. But if I'm picking somebody to win, 
probably have to pick the the home favorites, Boston Red Sox minus 133. Astros are only plus 105 though. So Red Sox not as favored as I really thought they should be. I like the over again in this game. Um, it's 10. Uh, only one game has been under 10. That one ended at nine and it was at Minute Maid, which is much more of a pitcher's park. You know, at the rate that the Red Sox are hitting Grand Slams and at the rate that the Astros can do the same if they, you know, get back to their hitting ways, it seems to me this game is most likely going to go over this total of 10. Yeah, I mean, in the last couple games, the Red Sox themselves are over an average of 10. So, yeah, I, th- I do think that's going to be the case, even with uh, guys like Granke and Pavetta on the mound. The, the story that you talked about with Granke is really maybe the story, because in the in this series, the starting pitching for the Astros has kind of let them down. They've had to really burn the bullpen, and at least over the course of the series itself, however long it goes. Last night's game especially was devastating, because now the Boston Red Sox were able to basically use their bullpen by putting out their worst relievers to finish off a game that was a laugher early, whereas Boston, uh, Houston's been trying to burn their relievers, trying to stay in these games. It hasn't worked out in the last two. And now, of course, today with Greinke, who, as you pointed out, is not stretched out. You know you're going to need the bullpen tonight, and they're burned. And then the rest of the the series has stacks up better because the fatigue isn't there for Boston starters. The other thing I think it's interesting is there may be bigger names on the on the Red Sox, and I think this is one of the reasons that I would pick them as well. But their two best pitchers for the last couple months have been Nathan Eovaldi and Nick Pavetta. Pavetta goes tonight. And even though they haven't had the big names that some of the other pitchers have, they've been their best pitchers. So it, would it surprise me if Houston came back and, and punched their way to a win? Absolutely not. Their offense is terrific, and it's a great hitting park. But especially given, like you said, that Houston even is an underdog at plus 105, yeah, I would think I'd rather take Boston, uh, even with the minus there, and then take that over and see if I could find a way to maybe spin that into something else. Because it does feel right now as if this series may go back to Houston 3-2, to two, which would make things uh, very interesting indeed. But we're looking at, it sounds like we're looking at both the home teams tonight, right? Yeah, we're looking at the home teams tonight. Breaks my heart as an Astros fan, but we got to tell you guys what what I think is actually going to happen. So hopefully you can make some money if you decide to bet it. All right. Well, that'll do it for us as we get into the championship series. We'll be back later in the week for an update because we know these are going at least one more game, both of them through the uh, either way it is. So we'll make sure we check back in with you later in the week to get you a little bit of insight on those games as well. Make sure you follow Jen on Twitter and third handle there is Jen Piacenti. That's P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I minus S-D-R-O-T-A-R. S-D-R-O-T-A-R. Good luck. Have fun. Enjoy the baseball and we'll catch you next time right here on Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network.